right, season three, episode eight. Thanks for listening. I've had a couple of Moscow mules and we have no outline, but we're going to wing it. Good times, bad times. We are a little more seat of your pants than normal this week. Typically, we have a bit of an outline. This week, we don't, but we want to have good sound, and I'm flying back to Saskatoon tomorrow. So if we did it tomorrow, it would be bad sound. Tomorrow being Sunday. Today being Saturday. Dylan, you, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, so we're, we're just going to scroll through and look for some good times. Here's a first one. Ontario reports just over 1,200 new COVID-19 cases on Saturday. 54 in Ottawa. You'd think that's bad, but 1,200 is probably good compared to what it has been. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, I was a little sad that that's a good time, but you're right. It is definitely better than it has been. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been dismal. And really what I want to see is articles about uh, the plan for rolling out the vaccine. Yeah, in Yellowknife, they've given the vaccine to, like, they're down to 30. Almost everybody in Yellowknife has been vaccinated. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's a good time. But, you know, if they can do it in the NWT, we should, uh, granted, less people. But if you have less people, you have less people to give it. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, I just, I think that we should be doing better in Ontario than we are. Yeah, I agree. However, this is good time, so we shan't talk about that at the moment. <laughs> How was your week? Did you have anything exciting going on? Uh, I had four four days in a row of dance, which was fun, um, and then uh, two minutes of not two minutes, sorry, two days of rehearsal. So uh, it was very busy. But how but, does uh, how does know, how does dance how does COVID dance work? Um, you wear masks and you try to stay six-ish feet apart and there's a big sanitizing ritual that we got to go through the top of every class. Uh, that, that brings me to another, I would say at least, I don't know, not pseudo good time, but something like that. India is apparently now one of the lowest places in the world. Like they've got, they've gone from one of the worst places in the world to COVID to one of the best in a very short period of time. And yeah, I heard that. I got to say, uh, I don't buy it. I mean, it looks, on the surface, it looks like a good time. And if everything's on the up and up, good for them. I don't buy it. No. Uh, something, like, something's going on there. People aren't getting tested as much. People in the rural communities aren't getting tested. Like, something is going on. How can it possibly be India has it under control that's one of the most densely populated countries in the world and and other places don't. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, I just I just something's going on there. I don't I don't believe it. No, probably not. There's there's I'm sure we'll learn shortly that it's nowhere near as good as we think it is as they think, seem to think it is. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right, I'm going to scroll up to the top of this uh, article again and look for bad times. I think there's probably more. Probably. That would just be my uh, theory, but, you know. I, now, I don't know if this is a good time or a bad time because I'm just reading the headline, but it says, Federal workers paid $819 million 
to stay home during the pandemic under the 699 clause. I don't know what any of that means. means. But (laughs) it feels like a lot of money if you're not working. Yeah, it does. Other 699 is other leave with pay. Yeah, I still don't know what that means. Well, like not vacation. You should have to take your vacation first, I think. I don't know. It's a lot of money. I don't feel like reading this article right now. But it feels like (laughs) if you're not working, you know, I'm not sure you should get 100% of your... It's nice that the government can do it, except for the government really has no income other than my money. Yeah. So if they can't... Like, if companies aren't doing it, then I'm not sure the government should be doing it. Probably not. I heard the first COVID case was in Labrador not long ago. Oh, really? I hadn't heard that. Yeah, somebody that was visiting St. John's and then went back to Labrador and they had it. That's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, and and one of the... There was something about... Where is it? Oh, yeah. Biden moves to reverse Trump's water flow rules. Remember when Trump was on that whole kick about... Uh, how you oh, the it take the toilets and the dishwasher and the shower? Uh-huh. That was sort of... Oh, Leia makes an appearance. That was kind <laughs> of insane to begin with. Yeah. I guess he actually changed the, the water flow rules, and now Biden is changing them back. I imagine just one of the many nonsense things that he has to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In Atlanta... I think it says Atlanta. Oh, maybe Washington. I don't know. Some Coca-Cola head office or something has released uh, training that Coke seems to be making their employees go through on the course is on whiteness and white, white fragility and racial, racial justice. And some images from the course from, uh, they say whistleblower. Uh, I don't know. It, Anyway, it says some screenshots. Uh, Confronting racism, understanding what it means to be white, challenging what it means to be racist. To be less white is to be less oppressive, be less arrogant, be less certain, be less defensive, be less ignorant, be more humble, listen, believe, break with apathy, break with solidarity. And the final slide seems to say, be less white. That's weird. I think, I think. I see where they're coming from, but that's they could have done it better. Absolutely, like all those things: be more humble, be less ignorant, be less defensive. Those are all good things. Just don't, don't say be less white. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Yeah. How about just be a better person? Yeah, really. Right. Listen. Yeah. Believe. Break with apathy. Break with solidarity. Be more humble. All those things are good things, but it just falls under be a good person don't be a dick they could have called it don't be a dick and it would have been less offensive than be less white yeah absolutely better ways better ways alright all over the world world. I think that overall this is going to be a short episode which is okay we've had some long ones we'll give our listeners a short one yeah absolutely there was a bird flu. Seven workers in a poultry farm in southern Russia 
have contracted the bird flu. And that's, you know, can we can we get rid of one pandemic before <laughs> we start the next one, please? Yeah, really. You know, John Oliver just got back with his new season of uh, Last Week Tonight, and his first episode was on future pandemics. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's really worth a watch. Honestly, that show, I watch it as much for, like, the comedy as 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 much for i like learning things from it no it's it's really uh it's a well done show it is always educational he doesn't just i mean he's funny but he also educates absolutely and he always talks about something important like small important things that are easily overlooked but are super important yeah this time it wasn't small it was the pandemic no 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 you're right but but you know it's it, it does happen moving on it said israel agreed to purchase an unknown number of Russia's Sputnik V COVID vaccine doses for use in Syria as part of a deal for the return of, his in, of, a, of an Israeli woman held by the Syrian regime after crossing the border two weeks ago. This seemed dodgy. If that's how you're selling your vaccine. Yeah, also Russia is a Syrian ally, so why, why isn't Syria just buying them from Russia? They don't have the money? Yeah, I guess. They're an ally, but they're not going to give them the vaccine for free. Yeah. But this, uh, that just oh. seems super dodgy. Yeah, what is how many vaccines is one person worth? Yeah. You sent me a, a link. What was that link you sent me recently? It's in political. Oh, okay. That's good. We'll, we'll hold on to it till then. Oh, you just got really quiet. What happened? Me? Yeah. I have no idea. If anything, the mic is closer to me. Oh, it's better now. Okay. Also, this week in Russia, Navalny, is that his name? The, the Navalny, that, something like Navalny, that. Navalny, the guy that was poisoned, that was in Germany for a while, that went back, got arrested, appealed his arrest, and the, the, uh, the judges, shockingly, overturned his appeal, and he is still in jail. Yeah. That's so, that's so weird, because I really think they're just so above board in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> in the South Sandwich Islands, which I really, I don't know where they are. South. But it makes me hungry. <laughs> a unique picture of a yellow penguin was captured for the first time. And it, it looks like an evil penguin. <laughs> like, you know, they always, and that that could be movies judging my preconceptions because it's all the albinos the albino is never the comic relief or the good guy right yeah it's always the murderer so this yellow penguin looks evil and i just think hollywood needs to do a better job of making better yellow penguins making yellow penguins acceptable <laughs> all right do you have anything for this one yeah i've got one thing um there have been some uh anti-coup protests in myanmar where the military overthrew the um, second ever in recent history uh, democratically elected government in the before, country. Before you go on, I got to know, do you know, is that phys ed class still going on? I, I don't know off the top of my head. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Sorry, go uh, ahead. But we'll see. Anyway, there have been anti-coup protests for a while, and, and I hope they're going well, um, or at least they work, but unfortunately they have turned uh, deadly as just today two anti-coup protesters were shot by riot police and, and um, 
one died on the scene, the other died en route to a hospital. Stuff like that tends not to quell the anti-Q, anti-coup protests. It tends to reinforce them. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see how this goes. It's, we'll see. I, I gotta say, I, this is probably good for all over the world, because I don't think Moscow mules are Canadian drink, but they're really strong. Yeah. Political. You wanna you wanna start? You got some good ones. Uh yeah, sure. Um first of all, in Texas, as I'm sure many people know, they've been without a lot of having some power problems. A lot of people without power and rolling blackouts and such amidst the first snowfall in, in ages. Um, Biden has uh, declared an emergency. Yeah, there's they're they're having quite a problem with a few centimeters of snow. Amidst all this, Texas Senator Ted Cruz took a family vacation to Cancun, Mexico. Well, there's no snow there. He's not used to snow. Yeah. Can you blame him? In the meantime, Beto O'Rourke uh, organized a phone bank to call uh, 725,000 seniors to make sure they were doing okay in their homes. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez raised over $200 million in one day. Sorry, not two hundred two million dollars in one day to uh, give relief to people in Texas. So, a New York progressive and a failed Senate candidate and a failed presidential candidate are doing more for the people of Texas than the current senator from Texas. Yeah, uh, it's not really that surprising that Cruz is not uh, up to the task. He's, no, he's, he's not. very busy defending trump and and you know the trump trump isms uh so he doesn't have time to worry about a little snow in texas mm-hmm. no absolutely not plus so, other people got Texans it remember this they got it time. other people got it for re-election they won't <laughs> they'll remember what he did for trump maybe texas is getting slowly getting bluer yeah as more immigrants move in yeah, exactly. <laughs> in well, it's sticking in America. Joe Biden and Justin Trudeau are going to have their first bilateral meeting over uh, online this Tuesday. Oh yeah, what, what are they? What are they discussing? I don't know. Probably stuff and trade and America, American America first. Buy, buy you know, buy policy and pipelines and all those fun things. Oh yeah, yeah. That'll be good. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's nice. I'm sure it's nice for Trudeau to talk to a sane person. <laughs> it might be different. Yeah, a little little different than he's gotten used to in the past few years. Oh, well, didn't he just pretty much avoid the other one? Yeah, probably. Moving into Canada, the federal liberals are accusing Ontario Conservative MP Cheryl Gallant of promoting, quote, deranged conspiracy theories akin to those uh, promoted by Donald Trump. They posted a video where uh, this MP met with a group of young conservatives at Queen's University in Kingston. 
And in the video, the MP, Cheryl Gallant, says liberals have become, quote, radicals who want, quote, an illicit, all illicit drugs to be legal and, quote, to normalize sexual activity with children. That's... Which is crazy. Yeah, it's... And then, did you see... O'Toole, did you have O'Toole's comment in there? Not that I'm looking at right now. He said Um, something like... This is just the lib- the liberals have publicized this because they're trying to distract from their poor vaccine rollout. Yeah, which and, and you know what, Cheryl Gallant, their their vaccine has rollout said. has been awful. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah, but this has nothing to do with that. She's insane. Yeah, and she said she said the video was taken out of context. There's almost no what context. Unless the context, yeah, unless exactly. the unless the preamble was, a lot of crazy people say this, and then she went on, and that was deleted. <laughs> I don't see how you can take that out of context. <laughs> she also asserted that cultural Marxists have taken over every university administration and are silencing free speech on campuses. This is this is the other thing that I don't buy. I don't think, I think there's lots of free speech on campuses. I just think it seems like when you go for, for higher education, those people believe more in, in left, lefter policies. And I don't yeah. think that's a coincidence. I agree. I have never had a political science or social studies teacher that wasn't left wing to a degree. Yeah, and those people have their PhDs. I mean, it's not its not a coincidence. No, it's absolutely not. And it's ridiculous to, like, like, and it's so obvious connection that it's ridiculous that these people can't see it, like these MPs. Yeah. Like, and then it's funny because, um, you know, in the article it says that, you know, this is bad and Aaron O'Toole's been trying to put a more moderate face on the conservative party. Did you see his commercial he where ran. he's, like, walking into the office? Hi, you don't know me. Or was that just a Saskatchewan commercial? No, you might I not know seen. me. I'm Aaron O'Toole, and he's like walking outside. <laughs> but he says he's trying to put a more moderate face in the Conservative Party, but then in his leadership campaign, he ran as the true blue conservative and you can, appealed to the social conservatives. And ugh. I don't mind. I, I get that part of it. You have to play politics to become the leader, and I understand that. And maybe he does want to be more moderate, and that's fine as well. But this this is the time where you show it. You don't say they leaked that because they're worried about this. You say that's insane. I'll talk to her. She might not be a, you know what I mean. Like she maybe we'll get rid. Like we'll get it. I'll understand the context. I'll. I'm going to talk to her so understand that. Also, the vaccine rollout has been awful because you can't you can't defend the vaccine rollout. No, but but the two things aren't related. You can't just no, roll. You can't just roll everything back to say, "Well, yeah, but they're just doing this because the vaccine." Well, no, they aren't. They're doing this because this is crazy, and she's in your she's in your caucus. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's absolutely insane. So, this deflection. I mean, he would get way more credit, and it would look way better if he dealt with it instead of deflected. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I agree. And it makes it look like he doesn't think that what she said was wrong. Yes, I agree with that as well. So now the Aaron O'Toole crazy well poor listen I, I don't think the leaders make every decision and make every statement without talking to people first 
So it's just it's just it's just poor message management. I don't think yeah. he I don't think he's crazy. I think he I don't think he believes what she said. But there is definitely a right wing part of the conservative party that are conspiracy theorists. And it's yeah. just, you know, it's just crazy. I don't I just don't get it. Like most yeah. conspiracies are false. The problem is there's been a couple that have been true and that makes everything seem true. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Not moving on. Thing, yep, go ahead. Just you reminded me with your conspiracy theory talk. Um, the leader of the Canadian Nationalist Party, which is a um, very small political party that is like registered with Elections Canada, but you know never runs many people and prides themselves on being Canada's first neo-Nazi party since World War II. So the leader of the Canadian National Party, Travis Patron, was arrested by the RCMP under the charge of the willful promotion of hate and for posting like an anti-Semitic video. He's been flagged since 2019. And honestly, it seems like he should have been arrested sooner. Like he refers to Jewish people as parasites and accuses them of being invaders of controlling the media and the banking system, called for their removal from Canada. Yeah, I mean, um, we've, we've talked about things that they people claim anti-Semitism that are not. Yeah. That is anti-Semitic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. It just fully is. And I just, I, I think about it. Imagine if willful promotion of hate was a crime in the U.S. There'd be how many? There'd be nobody left. Yeah. How many s- current? How many sitting senators would be in jail? Donald Trump would have been arrested after before he could become the Republican nominee. Maybe. I mean. Is it not a crime in the U.S.? No, it's just free speech. But we have free speech as well. Yeah, but we but we um we don't we define hate speech as something separate from free speech. In the U.S., it's just all free speech. I, I I'm kind of I sort of lean towards our definition, but you have to be very careful about what you define as hate speech. That's all. But yeah, any, well, that's, it's it's not it's actually you don't have to be. You can let the marginal stuff go and stuff like this is obvious. Like it's there's always stuff that's like, eh, that could go either way. Then you let it go. And it's like this is not. This is not go either way. This is very, very obvious. Yeah. And those are the people that you charge. It's not hard I I change my opinion. It's not hard at all. It's quite no. easy. It is. It really is. And you know, it, it's also as long as between- as long as the marginal stuff if you're not sure, then you don't charge. Yeah. And there's a difference between, you know, Joe Schmo on the street saying something and a leader of a political party with, you know, 2,000, 3,000 followers on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, but 3,000 is not that many. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I have no idea how many this guy has, but I'm assuming it's not, you know, tens of thousands. Um, I hope but, not. But uh, still, there's there's a difference between saying something racist on the street, which you shouldn't say. And we should, you know, be, try to create a society where that doesn't happen. But there is a difference between just saying it on the street and telling people to ethnically cleanse the Jewish population of Canada. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... Well, no, this guy, I'm, this sounds like a good thing. And I, I, I think maybe the, maybe the U.S. should look at a similar sort of law. Yeah, they won't, but they should. And now the G7 leaders have committed to 7.5 billion 
to vaccine rollout in poorer countries. And I want to know how much of that's going to Canada because we suck at it. Yeah. Are we, can we count as a poor country, please? Please? Come on. <laughs> we can't do it on our own. We need your help. The other six Gs. Yeah. Uh, so another one, um, going back to the U.S., I just remembered this. One of Biden's upcoming cabinet nominees that is going to have their confirmation hearing in the Senate coming up is in danger of not passing. Who's that? Because I, I'm trying to find exactly which one it is. Uh, her name is Nira Tandine, and Biden nominated her to, for the director of the Office of Management and Budget. Okay. Now, it's looking like she's not going to pass because Joe Manchin has said he won't vote for her. Why? What, what did she do? Well, it's interesting because apparently she has a history of tweets and... Uh, uh, she has a history of, of tweets and things that he said, well, this is what Manchin said. I'll quote him. I've carefully reviewed Neera Tenden's public statements and tweets that were personally directed towards my colleagues on both sides of the aisle, from Senator Sanders, Sanders to Senator McConnell and others. I believe her overtly partisan statements will have a toxic and detrimental impact on the important working relationship between members of Congress and the next director of the Office of Management and Budget. For this reason, I cannot support her nomination. And they only have one to spare, right? Like she's if they if he votes no, then that's it. She's done. If yeah, they would need a Republican to vote for her, and the Republicans have been very resistant to her because she is, you know, she's not a progressive because she's very critical of Bernie Sanders, but she is a left leaning whatever. But uh, we haven't heard from Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, or Lisa Murkowski. If but if the right wing, if the right wing Democrats not going to vote. The left-wing Republican is probably not going to vote for her. Yeah, probably not, which is interesting. It's it's kind of weird. But there is, you know, maybe some of the more traditional Republicans like Mitt Romney, you kind of just, there is something to be said. And there is sort of a tradition of just confirming the president's nominee unless there's like a glaring thing, you know? Yeah, but I, I you know, I'm reading the Obama book right now, and... You, it's interesting because you thought you thought this sort of real right wing nationalism stuff started with Trump, but really it started with Sarah, Sarah Palin, and yeah. and and she's the one who stirred the pot for Trump, and and yeah, it was eight years prior, but but she was really really the instigator for this, and and in the Obama book. They, they realized, like, during one of his very early speeches, one of the, he said something along the lines of Obamacare won't, won't get rid of private health care, whatever, I don't remember exactly what it was. He said something, and one of the Republican senators, in the middle of his speech, shouted, you lie, right? And yeah. he apologized afterwards, the senator, and all the, all the Republican senators apologized and all that stuff, but there was a big uptick in his reelection coffers like he got a huge he got a huge amount of the guy that said you lie got a huge amount of donations for his reelection so there's oh. a there's a big and 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 that's when Mitch and he talks about Mitch McConnell and that's when Mitch McConnell and and the the leaders of the Republican party realize that the rules are not the same anymore and it's not about following the dignified path it's about resistance at every move. Yeah. 
and and I mean that's what and that's done. what it's, and that's what they've done and and whereas the nominees used to be uh, uh, a a rubber stamp, it's not anymore. It's resistance at every move. If there's anything that they can do to not nom to to make the news, especially make the right wing news and not nominate a person, they'll do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's, uh, I know at least one. I think Senator Josh Hawley, Josh Hawley, and I don't remember what state he's from, but he has said he's going to vote against every Biden nominee. No, oh, and that's probably ninety percent of them. Yeah, there's Actually, very few that will that think for themselves anymore. Yeah, and, and that is not just a Republican thing; that is now both sides of the aisle, and it's why they are so broken, and it's why we're not much better. Yeah. The first month of Biden's office, he's been in, in office for a month now, was, was according to Biden, and I quote, erasing the mark of the former guy. And I love the fact that he won't even call him out by name. He just says the former guy now. I think that's awesome. And it, you, know yeah. it, you know it pisses him off. You it know it to. pisses him off. Because it's yeah. all about getting his name out there. Anyway, I got nothing else. You? Shall we move on? Nope, I'm good. Moving on. Closer to fine. And I'll tell you what, the uh, Newsmax, which is not really news, and I don't know what it's the max of, but the the network that Trump sort of moved to after Fox was too too left-wing for him. Just just too, too progressive. Too respectable. So they have taken to criticizing the Biden's dog. And I feel like if that is making your news, then they must be doing a good job. Yeah. Like if that is what you, if you're down to saying their dog looks like they don't, it doesn't get enough love, then you're doing a pretty good job. I would agree. And you know, uh, it's like when Fox News would criticize Obama about like the one time he wore a tan suit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, if that's what, that's all, all you can you come got? up with. Yeah. You're scraping the bottom of the barrel, man. And and I am uh, I've been home for just a week and it's been nice and I'm going back to Saskatoon and I checked the weather before today before I left and it's a quite respectable and I noticed Edmonton's quite respectable over the yeah, next week as nice well. Here. I went on a walk this morning with my friend Lauren. It's uh it's very nice. How is Lauren? How is her Lauren's website good? doing? Uh, sort of taking a bit of a side. They're, they're still doing it, but it's less frequent because of school. Oh, okay. We should we should have her back on. She was a good guest. Yeah, I'd have to bring us over to her place, but yeah. The other person we should have back on is Dan Kennedy, because that was the most listened to episode ever. <laughs> and Mary, because it's always fun to have Mary on. Yeah, that is fun. And who else? We should have We should have a couple guests. We haven't had a guest in ages. I know it's been a long time. I think it's time to have a guest next. I don't think we've had next one episode. Since Mary uh, came back. No, for it's a been since episode. yeah, it's the post-election episode. Since we haven't had anybody since then, people. Oh. I'm sure people are getting tired of us. Yeah, probably. So we should have just a third voice just to ease the frustration. Mix it up. Yeah. And now the end is near. All right. Parting thoughts. And I've got one thing. 
about two days ago, I cut my fingers and toenails. You cut your fingernails and toenails. Yeah, fingers and toenails, yeah. No, cut your fingers and toenails is you cut your fingers and your toenails. You don't want to cut your fingers. That's bad. No. Okay, my nails. Nails, nails. Okay. And I noticed, uh, I just noticed right at the top I got to say, this uh, story is starting off gross. (laughs) I just noticed at the top of this uh, episode, I I only did my left hand. I didn't cut my nails on my right hand. (laughs) What? (laughs) How did you mean? So you cut 50% of your nails. 75, because I did both feet. Oh, you did both feet? Oh, okay. I just thought you cut your left side of your body. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's just, I did both feet. I'm pretty sure. I will now be double checking. No, check right now. Well, uh, on air. (laughs) What do you got? A sock on or a shoe and a sock? Yeah, I got, okay. So we got to know. The world has to know. Right foot's done. We know the right foot's done. And, yeah, they're both done. How did you forget your left hand? I don't know. Because you used it for know. everything? I guess. I guess. I, I No, I forgot my right hand. Oh, okay. Because you were using it to right cut hand. everything else. And you're like, done. Yeah, must have been. All done. Yeah, so I know what I'm doing when this episode's done. <laughs> That's good. You got, some, you, got, you got some time to kill. Yeah, but now there's going to be uneven growth. and it's. Uh... Well, no, just cut to where the other one's grown, too. Yeah, I don't know if I'm that precise. Oh, uh, you can manage. <laughs> anyway, that's what I have. Well, I am back to Saskatoon next week. I'm happy it's warm. I'm happy, mostly I'm happy I decided to forego the Ubers and rent a car. I'm happy that that the hotel is so underused that I can just demand a free parking spot and they give it to me. So I can yeah. rent, so I can afford to rent a car. And uh, you know, I'm still I guess I'm still happy that I can have interprovincial travel and work. Yeah. I, I'm and glad because... that there's I'm glad that there's some work for me in Saskatoon. Although I am only going this is a short trip. Last one was five weeks. This one is just just over two weeks. I'm leaving tomorrow and I'm back in Ontario on the Friday the sixth of March. Because I do not want to be in Saskatoon for my birthday. And this one is a big one. Big, yeah. The big five zero for me coming up very shortly. In the plague year. Which I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, I don't think I care. But you never know till you get there. I still got, I yeah. still, definitely in my 40s. Like we'll mid 40s. March 8th. I still say mid 40s. <laughs> and soon I can't do that. Soon it'll be a lie. <laughs> I'm... Do like what the hobbits do. You're forty ten. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Well, this is a nice short one for you after a couple of long ones in a row. So and enjoy. Because, and because you're going to be away next week and it's bad audio, we right. are going to be uh, taking a break next week on we're hiatus. Go- we're going to be a one week hiatus till I'm back in Ontario. We'll do one on the seventh. Maybe we'll do a, a birthday episode and we'll say what's, you know, what's 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 older than fifty. <laughs> we'll do a segment of things that are older than fifty, and uh, and and yeah. So we'll be back. We're going to skip one week, but to be fair, I'm one week behind on the podcast anyway. So you'll probably still get one each week, but that one <laughs> won't be new. One will be a week old, and then we'll have two weeks worth of information on the next week, so it'll be long again. Probably, yeah. Assuming we do any sort of research for it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Better than this week. Yes. This was, uh, well, I mean, pathetic is the word that comes to mind, but, you know, it's out there. It's fine. It is. And we're done. And we're, it's over now. It's over. So <laughs> thanks again for listening. We will not talk at you next week. We will talk at you two weeks from now when the sound will be reasonable. <laughs>